0: Thanks to Audible for supporting our show. Now is the best time to try Audible because with the President's Day event, you are getting one of our best offers of the year. Visit audible.com slash dreamjob or text dreamjob to 500-500. Hi guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I hope that you guys are having a good week. I know that The new year sort of started and everyone's feeling excited, but then you kind of get back to regular life. And I know that regular life can be, it can be a lot. And I think that people are starting to feel hopeful that the pandemic, that there's like a a light at the end of the tunnel, but we're still, we're still in it. And I just wanted to acknowledge, like, there's a lot of heaviness. And I've been thinking so much about what does it mean, transcendence? What does it mean to transcend and I've been thinking that what it really means is transcending all of that stuff that gets in the way of you finding center, of you feeling good. And that is a thought away. Like if we really want to feel good, we could feel something that's good or closer to good, right? Right? And I think we just have to get, and we've talked about it before on this show, that we have gotten so used to firing certain thoughts and certain thoughts make us feel a certain way that we feel. And then that becomes like a memorized pattern. And so we feel the way we think. And then when we feel the way we think, we act accordingly. And I was talking to Adam Grant yesterday, and he said that it used to be, the case that they would teach you in psychology that if you change your beliefs, eventually you would change your actions. But he said now they say that it's better to just take action, and then that will help you change your beliefs. And somebody asked me just today, like, how do you stay more optimistic? And I said, look, it's a daily practice. There are so many days where I say I'm good, I'm fine, I don't need to meditate, I'm good. And then as soon as I meditate, about four seconds in, I say, ah. Oh, This feels so good. I just transcended all that chaotic feeling in my mind. And you know, another thing that you can do is just walk outside without your shoes. Did you know there's this whole thing about grounding where the electromagnetic current that comes literally just from the earth, it's like the equivalent of a Tesla being charged. And I know that in some of the world right now, there's a lot of snow. But if there's not snow outside, you might want to take off your shoes and just walk in the dirt, walk in the grass. Also, just getting vitamin D on your face, even if you're wearing shoes, just taking a walk around the block. And also just like a five-minute, 10-minute meditation. I highly recommend Joe Dispenza's work. There's a whole bunch of it on YouTube. In any case, I want to be here to help us all walk into the future and stop reliving the past. So however I can, I'm here for it. And I'm sure you know by now we're doing daily podcast episodes and Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, they're just like these mini doses. So get on board with that. And if you haven't already subscribed to this show, subscribe because it's free and there's lots of this content coming at you. I want to be the person who's encouraging you every day and hoping to be a bright spot in your world and, and see if I can actually help you feel lifted. All right, so today I'm going to actually share with you a couple more hot seats that I did. You're going to hear from Anna Orenstein Cardona and Lynn Kennedy Kraus. These are amazing women doing such good work in totally different fields, but they're both facing this dilemma of, I have something that's working, but there's more here and what do I do next? So we're going to talk it out and bring some clarity to what direction they might take I want to thank them both for letting us share these conversations with you. And I'd love for you to go to the show notes because you'll have a link to where they are at and you can go give them some love and support. And if you like this, maybe you can talk about this episode on your Instagram and tag them and tag me. So the first one is with Anna. She has a mission to empower people to rule their finances and wear their money crown, which I just love. She's already been coaching a few clients, but she knows she has more to offer and she wants to impact a bigger audience. So we're going to talk about whether this can become a membership or a course and how to build an online course that sets up people to succeed. Take a listen. Anna Orenstein, you're so cute. How are you? (laughs) Hola. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. So her business is Wear Your Money Crown, Mm -hmm. and she's talking about financial education and financial coaching. Tell us a little bit about what
1: you do and all the things. Absolutely. So I grew up in Puerto Rico, I'm actually here right now visiting my family. And I went to study in the US. And by the way, study something totally different, brain and cognitive neuroscience. And I ended up in Wall Street (laughs) Um, at the age of 21. And I've spent 21 years doing finances and working on trading floors, both in the US and in Europe. I currently live in Europe. I'm in London, which is sadly going through a terrible time at the moment.
0: I know. I know.
1: And so basically for a while, I've been listening to your podcast. And actually, I have to tell you a story, Kathy, where your money crown name was inspired by something you once said on... So basically I was listening to your podcast and it was about empowerment and about putting on your crown. I was literally walking because I was trying to think for a name for my business because I want to empower people so that they can rule their finances and feel like the king or queen or princess of their world. And you kept saying something about wearing a crown. I started to think. Oh my God, I'm gonna put something knowledge on. And I came up with Where Your Money Crown. And so I was so excited that the domain wasn't taken and I'm trademarking the name. I was like, <laughs> because I searched for ages to find a name that felt close to my heart, you know.
0: It's so good. Um, and I I really love your whole background. It's just fascinating to me that you grew up in Puerto Rico. Now you live in London. You went to school for neuroscience, wound up on Wall Street. I mean, it's really cool. You have such like a range of so much within you. Like it's such a beautiful constellation of things. Tell me what the story is that you are really selling. Who's it for? And what's the story you think you're telling? Let's see if we can piece it apart.
1: Oh yeah, I'd love some help on that. Okay. So in essence this is the main story. What inspired me to start Where Your Money Crone. What happened is through the last years, especially as my female friends became mothers and many of them sadly went through divorces. I've seen First the financial devastation caused by divorce, caused by separation from financial abuse between married people, people who don't want to leave a spouse because of financial problems, you know, parents not being able to send their kids to the university of their choice because of lack of funds. And so all this stuff started to boil inside of me and I would give, you know, my friends my experience um, from a financial perspective and also help women and and men that I have friends to kind of empower them to also invest their money, so we have many things and going on right in our subconscious. We have money beliefs that we inherit from childhood that make us make wrong decisions in the future uh-huh. and also we just don 't have financial literacy in schools, in no. jobs. you know your job, your employer will look at your credit score to make sure that you are you know a good employee and probably won 't commit financial fraud yet yeah, they don 't give you the tools to know what a credit report is, how to look at it, your credit score. So all this started to boil in my mind. And so 2020 kicked my butt because my mom, sorry if I cry, she was diagnosed with cancer and I lost her. And it's been so devastating, but I'm doing this for her because she was a feminist before her time. You know, she was an orphan who went from Puerto Rico growing up extremely poor and went to nyu and became a lawyer and she fought for women and so this is for her and i'm sorry i cried so
0: beautiful (laughs) and why on earth would you be sorry for
1: (laughs) we need
0: to cry so much more as a society and (laughs) please don't apologize and she sounds like such an incredible soul and i'm sure she's just so proud right now of you and what you're doing and it is amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So um, long story short, I certified myself last year as a financial educator because I wanted to have that certification. And now I'm finalizing some other certifications because even though I have the personal experience, it's quite different dealing with what I do, which is with big investors than dealing with people. And so I want to be able to offer the best to others. So I'm literally just starting my website. I have a coming soon page, but I'm working on the website now to get that out there. And I started to coach clients a few months ago, one-on-one. It was great. And that person's recommended other people and it's like this, but right now I'm just trying to put together the pieces of what I want to offer out there. And I'm really between doing courses so that I can reach more community or having uh, a membership, like a financial mentorship membership where people could, you know, I could be like their money mentor and we can talk about all the different aspects because money influences everything in our life, our relationships with people, our basic needs help our dreams come true. You know, we need to be smart about money and I want to help others with that.
0: Amazing. So I would say there's no right or wrong way. I want to, like my friend Christy writes, would say like, let's take out the overwhelm in this and let's just choose which one feels easier and more like it's right here, right? Is it a membership or is it a course? They would both make sense for what you want to do. Let's talk about what they both actually entail and then which one feels more exciting for whatever reason, right? And then let's trust it. You remind me of my friend, Ramit Sethi, right? Do you know Ramit? Do you know his work? No. He wrote a New York Times bestselling book called I Will Teach You To Be Rich. And he was on my podcast and he just has a similar vibe and also very different, which is what makes you guys great but he is Indian. His parents are immigrants from India. They had very, very little growing up. He wound up going to Stanford. He likes to help people both with understanding how to take control of their finances and how to save and how to invest, but also how to make money as well. He likes to do both of those things and he's great at it. And I like that he's not pretentious, right? Like that's what reminds me, you and him similar, like, he's got this lovely blend of being very approachable and very, very brilliant, which you have the same thing. So I think that you can do that. Like you can do financial literacy in both helping people to take control and really be free of any money struggles by understanding how to be with their money, right? Like more of a Susie Orman kind of thing. But you can also at the same time, this is what he does. He also helps people with like how to make the money. However, you could choose one of those two things. So, When it comes to just right now, the people in your life, you mentioned, you said who she is. I have friends, you said in my life, who I watched get married and divorced. Okay, that was the, and that for whatever reason, which let's let's listen to it, let's use it. That was the person who you have in your viewfinder right now, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you were gonna choose her as your audience, what do you think she most is troubled by that she needs help with? And what would be the answer for her? Is it help managing things and budgeting and understanding that? And I was going to say, is that something that's better done for you just based on a gut feeling in a monthly membership or in a beginning, middle, and end program?
1: Hand on heart, I've been writing my own coaching program for the clients I deal with now. They're both men and women. The women are a mix of some single women Some women who have been through this process that I, I, to be honest, I do that part pro bono just because the current situation for that person is very difficult. And I believe in, you know, I believe in putting a value to our work. But I also believe that if we can, we should also help where we can and when we can. And, And so that's been that. And I've written a program that's like six steps to financial success, I've called it. And it's a roadmap. And it goes step by step on the pillars that I think are most important from starting with the mindset to everything. But this is where and I'd love your input where I kind of get hit when you talk about finances, sometimes, especially on certain investments. You go into when I'm teaching about asset classes and investment because I'm a, let's say, U.S. person sitting in the U.K., I know both worlds quite well from the finance perspective. And so it gets too mudly putting it all in one. And then I get very stressed thinking of having two different courses. Yeah. yeah, That's where I'm struggling.
0: Well, I would say, first of all, it's always better, like we said, to choose one sector, right? So if we could choose women and not men and women, that would probably be actually be preferred in the beginning, right? If we could choose US-based people or London-based or Europe-based people, that would be great in the beginning. However, because it's also good to choose, I want you guys to know the number one reason that programs and memberships fail is because there's too much information in them. So let's really think for a second, okay? Think of the people who have made a big impact on you. Authors, people like Don Miguel Ruiz, people like Eckhart Tolle, Byron Katie, When you actually step back, okay? Don Miguel Ruiz has a book about the four agreements. Like, you know, it's never personal. You know, it's all these things, right? Eckhart Tolle, what is he really teaching you? To be present, right? To be in the now. What's Brene Brown teaching us? To walk towards vulnerability. The people that have the impact are not trying to bite off the entire thing. They're trying to really deeply share one thing that can be fully metabolized. So again, who made to do this is for and who it's not for? Made to do this is for the person who needs to light the match to start, right? It's about helping someone figure out What they're going to choose to make into a thing, and then they get pushed off the dock and they're out at sea. When they need that next level thing, then they should go do Amy Porterfield's class or they want to take a deep dive class on podcasting or they want to pay for a certification in God knows what. So if you put your hand on your heart, which I love that you did that hand on heart, what piece of all of these steps is really the fundamental thing and what lights you up about it because I was in a Byron Katie class last week. It was uh, three hours and it was like prepping for the new year, blah, blah blah. And I was like, oh, I want to be in it, I want to watch her, I want to be there. And I couldn't believe how here she is, I don't know. I'm guessing she's like late 60s, early 70s. and she's like one by one ask the four questions. Is it true? How do you know it's true? How do you feel when you think it? What's the turnaround? And I'm like, damn it. That's all she's doing. That's all she's doing. And this guy gets on zoom and he goes, Oh my God, I'm new to your work. And it's completely changing my life. And she's like, let's, what is the thought? Let's pick a complaint. He's like, my wife, this, my job, this. And she's like, great. How do you feel when you think that thought? He's like, this is how I feel. She's like, okay, there's no freedom in suffering. So let's go into it. What is that thought? Is it true? Is it really true? And I'm like, look at her owning it. Look at her owning it and owning how powerful it is that it's so simple. And boy, do we need it, right? We need it. So we sometimes, again, we're always feeling this feeling like we have to prove ourselves. It's never enough. It's like, no, 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 no. It's more than enough. And what people really want is they want to be successful. So if you give them 14 things in a class, they won't be successful. But if you give them one thing and we keep working towards the one thing, they'll do it. You know, like what we're trying to do better and better every time is show people and made to do this, like by the end of 12 weeks, make a freaking offer. And it's like, Oh my God, I did it. It was a dollar, but I did it. And it's like, Oh my God, think of what you'd had to do internally. Think of what you had to do step-by-step and like, oh my God, you figured out a person. You figured out a problem. You made a thing and you put it in the world. And then six people paid you a dollar, which gives you this feeling of like, I think I could charge 20. I think I could charge 200. I think I could make the next thing. The next it's like, there you go. Right. So what would it look like? And all of you who are listening, right? What would it look like last night in our community, since so many things are shut down, there was a food truck in our little gated complex. And the food truck was BFF, best French fries. And I thought it was brilliant. All they sell is French fries. So you have hand cut real fries, nothing frozen. And then you get to pick your dipping sauce. And it's like sweet and sour. They even had marshmallow chocolate. I was like, disgusting, but some people wanted it. Buffalo sauce. So you get French fries and a dipping sauce and they sell nothing else. And I, I believe them then when they say that they are the best French fries because they're focused on it, you know, and people were lined up. It was like, this is so cool. So let's make things easier for ourselves and easier for our customer to experience that real feeling of success for all of you. Peel it back. You know, what would it
1: look like for you?
0: Anna, what do you think?
1: You know, now that you said the French fries, I just, it came to mind. Okay, you have a core product. And then you have the extra toppings that you add. And so I need to find within the current course I've written that I coach on the core topics that can be for anyone in the world that has issues with money from mindset to budgeting, to increasing their income, to Mm -hmm. being smart about investments, and then add the extras you know, for specific people from different areas, I need to think about how that could work. But I love teaching. I love talking. And so I think my heart just goes, A course, is the first thing. And maybe that could lead into membership later that can keep people accountable on their financial fitness. Awesome.
0: I love that. Um, And I love that you're trusting that. So if you were going to pick this course, what could be one thing that they can get by the end of it that they can become successful around? Is it money mindset, investment?
1: What would it be? I would say it's a step-by-step roadmap of knowing these are the six pillars to make me financially healthy, you know, with its subtopics. But basically, it's the steps to be financially successful, to get control of your finances so that you feel empowered. Can we find a specific one of the six steps? Sure. Um, For me, I would say probably how to invest, how to make money work for you. Because a lot of people talk about money mindset already. And I think that's super important. But I want to say... This is what you do. This is what a brokerage account is. This is what a retirement account is. This is actually how you do it. Mm -hmm. I can't give advice because that's a regulated business, but I can teach people where to find the information. If you're going to go see a financial advisor, this is what you ask. So people don't put the wool over your eyes. So I think it would be that. When you just said that, there were a lot of heads shaking. And
0: I think that's when the class was just born. When you say six steps and it's financial freedom and it's empowerment- Mm -hmm. It's everything. So it's nothing, right? But when you say make your money work for you, I like that. I like leaning all the way into that. And remember, people actually are overwhelmed by process and they don't buy process, they buy results. Mm -hmm. So I would want a very clear, this is what this is, right? Rather than here's a smorgasbord, it's going to be sushi, it's going to be Chinese, it's going to be. So if it is six steps, I might make them three steps, right? With like a part A and a part B, but I would make them all feeling like they're relating to one core thing. So it's like you go here and you end with this. And also remember that we all get to choose our fishing holes and you're gonna be better off serving a person who wants something specific rather than a person who wants everything because we don't know what we want. The market does a really bad job of being able to tell us what, they want actually. That's why we look for people to choose for us and give us a menu. And so we're going to do better. But just so you also know this, as a course creator, the thing that we should be looking to, to measure our success is not how many people enroll. It's the completion rate. Yes. So when I'm building Made to Do This, I'm working a lot on implementation and creating a lot of touch points for people because my success is people actually doing the work. So if I overwhelm and I make it confusing, then we've gotten off course, right? Because the people who complete something will then feel successful and then they'll tell other people about it. So what I wind up always saying is like, you're beginning here, I'm gonna show you simple little things and then I'm gonna add to it. And those, there's going to be stuff that you might try and you're never going to have a podcast. Keep your eye on, this is what this is, me making an offer to another person. And that's why I go back to like, no funnels. Get out of the, I need 50,000 people in it before I make an offer. No, no, no. Let's get really, really, really granular. I want you in your DMs, make that offer, send that Google form. It's about a person and another person. And that's what this is about. And business begins with five humans that you are serving, that you're hearing from, that you're getting feedback from, that you're talking to. And then it it starts to feel doable. People are like, oh, I don't need to be an online wizard. I just need to start to take one step towards one human, tell them a story ask them what they thought about it and then tell them another story and then do it again and then do it again. And I'm like, Oh my God, now I have a client. Now I'm building these logos. Okay. Now it's working. Oh my God. I just made $97. What's happening. It's happening. Right. And then everything else is just like, this is gravy. You can scale this way, but let's go back. Let's keep going back. This is all that matters. This is all that matters. So there's so much magic in what you're saying and I think a lot of people bury their heads in the sand, like a flamingo or an ostrich, ostrich about finances. And so even just creating a space for people to start to talk about it and our illiteracy, what would be those first couple things that if you help them do it, that would be big?
1: So one of things is I need to understand what their money beliefs are, first step. Because we need to create the environment of welcoming money into our lives. That's very important. Then it's to understand a person's current financial status. And I call it the financial health check. Where I have specific ways of knowing what a person's savings ratio is, debt ratio. So let's say it's like going to the doctor. But let's do a financial health check. Yep. And only then do I really work with clients. Because I like to do it holistically to look at investing. Because I don't want people to invest and lose money if they don't have an emergency fund, if they're paying credit card debt at 25%. you know. So it's like that holistic thing. There are certain things that definitely are the foundations before investing. But when you think about investing and everything I read, it's usually men talking about it. And they talk about it like a 747 that is over the head. And I want to bring it and make it easier to understand. I think that's the program. I think you can start there. I intuit that
0: the first thing you said could be the entire program, actually, when you said those words, which is like, create an environment, where we're actually welcoming money into our life. Like, that's a bullseye. There are people who want that. And that is enough. Like if they got to a place, Denise Duffield Thomas does that. And she has like money mindset bootcamp. And that's all that it is. And it helps you by the end to have a different reframe and a different money mindset, which she believes is the magic. However, I think starting with these three pieces, if by the end, I I also don't mind it because I'm I'm not a financial planner in any way, shape or form, but if the promise of the program had to do with investing money and letting money like work for us, let's just say like making money and harvesting money and having a money crown, maybe by the end, if one of the promises is like, you will make an investment, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Like a program that's very simple, where women, let's just use women for an example, mm-hmm. can talk about money, open the door to having more power around the conversation. And by the end, learn how to make an investment. It could be buying a stock, it could be using one of these apps. Like that could be pretty darn cool, as in little dip your toe in. Cause I said to my husband in February, no. It was March. And I said, I don't know how to make investments, but can you buy Zoom? Because I've been living on Zoom for four years because of the podcast and everything else. And he's like, what's Zoom? And I go, it's what I use. It's what I use. And he goes, okay. And then two months later, I go, how's it doing? And he goes, I never invested in it. And I go, you idiot do you know how much money we would have made? And he's like, not that much. And he looks it up. He goes, we would have made so much money. Yes, yes. And I'm like, I didn't know how to do it, Anna. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I don't know how to invest in a thing. We were like, oh, the market closed today. I'm like, when does it open? Like, I don't know anything about anything. I make money and then I do the dumbest thing. The money sits in the bank. I don't know what I'm doing
1: with it, right?
0: Yeah. So,
1: you know, and I do that, Kathy. Every day you do that, you're losing purchasing power. It's actually, um, Here she goes. when Here she we think goes. about risk, it's more risky to let our money sit in a bank account, losing its power each and every day I as inflation you. rises. I did want to ask you something because it's another idea that's been in my head for mothers um, learning to invest for their kids. There's so much stuff that one can do early on when we have children to open even, um, Roth IRA for kids to open certain instruments. Could that be part of that as well? So the answer is this whole, mm. now that we have a
0: few clear, specific ideas, okay. Go to your audience. I don't care if it's five women that, you know, or if it's the women in here, or if it's women, in, whoever you want it to be mm-hmm. and ask them which one they care most about. And it will be very obvious what your first step is. I love that. And that will be your course.
1: How fun is this? Thank you.
0: Ah, I love talking to Anna. I love what you're doing. I'm so excited for whatever you decide to do next. You guys go follow her on Instagram and Facebook. She's at Wear your money crown. And if you want to get on her email list and download a free PDF guide from her, go to where Okay. Before we keep going, let's just thank our sponsor. If you want to be entertained, inspired, and informed, then you need Audible. They have content that covers everything from self-help to comedy, romance, true crime, health, and wellness. And Audible members get one credit every month, good for any title in the entire premium selection of bestsellers and new releases, regardless of price to keep forever. As a member, you also have full access to the Plus Catalog where you can listen all you want to thousands of included titles. Another awesome thing about Audible is that the app is free and you can keep your credits for up to a year. And if you're not loving your selection, you can simply swap it for another. Now is the best time to try Audible because with the new President's Day event, you are getting one of Audible's best offers of the year, only 9.95 a month for your first six months. For a limited time, in addition to accessing one title from Audible's premium selection, you can download and stream thousands of all-you-can-listen audiobooks, originals, and podcasts for less than the regular membership. Go to audible.com slash dreamjob or text job to 500-500. I've been listening to Jen Sincero's latest audiobook, Badass Habits, and as expected, she hits it out of the park again. In this audiobook, she talks about what our habits really say about us and how our awareness and boundaries can help us create better habits that actually stick. Not only is the content great, but she narrates the audiobook herself, which really rounds out the whole experience. She's so hilarious. You really get a sense of how she wanted to share this message. I highly recommend if you haven't checked it out already. You're going to love Audible. Visit audible.com/slash dreamjob or text dreamjob to five hundred five hundred. Okay, now you're gonna hear from Lynn. She's a photographer and she loves coaching, but she's also a stay-at-home mom and she's feeling a lot of pressure that she has to be there to support everyone in her family. I know a lot of you are feeling like you're in a similar situation, so I thought this could be particularly valuable. Here we go. Lynn, tell me
2: what's going on. How can I support you? Okay, so I am currently a stay-at-home mom of three kids who are 9, 10, and 14, and I have a husband who's a small business owner. He's a logger. We live in a log home. We That's raise, so we raise cool. organic. Yeah, it is really cool. And talk about manifesting. I, this just came into my head. I found a journal that I wrote when I was probably 14 that said, Someday I want to live in a log home and marry a lumberjack. <laughs> and so here we are. What on earth? Can we literally just take, I mean, right? I lived on Long Island. So that was completely nowhere near anything that I thought would possibly happen. So.
0: No, I don't think any of us would have. That's amazing. Yes.
2: Yeah. So it's really cool. And I have to say, <laughs> I manifested this so hard that you were going to call on me. Today is the anniversary that my father passed away. So it's really, a really, really significant day for me. Whew. Okay. So where I am at as I told you, when, the, when we were in the five-day challenge, I was hesitant to join the program because I've done programs and courses and been trying so hard to figure out my thing for so long. And when we did the five-day challenge, I just knew that you would be so different and you are. You're amazing. I've been basically a coach my whole life and I want to leave behind putting myself last. I've been struggling to figure out what to put forward and I want to put out an offer, but I... I've been a coach my whole life through work, through, you know, my jobs, and I haven't worked in the past 12 years being a stay-at-home mom. And so I don't know how to blend that with the fact that I'm also a photographer part-time. So I've been struggling to figure out how to mix all the things that we do. So I have a lot of ideas. I started The Farm Next Door for my family to have a YouTube channel. There's that idea. The podcast Live from the Log Cabin, where I talk to people like all the amazing women in this group to share their stories and give them a platform. I did a free offer in this group and I, I did coach about 12 people and it was amazing. <sighs> I guess I just feel overwhelmed with trying to decide what this should look like moving forward because I have so many people that I wanna help. My husband, my kids, my, my mother, his mother, We both they both were widowed. Both of our dads passed away when they were 56. And I just, I just need this to work. I just need this to work. And it just feels the gap between here and the vision feels still a little unclear.
0: There's a lot of pressure on this vision, isn't there? Yeah. So all these people, your kids and your husband and your moms, where do you need to vibrate so that you could do the best for them? What does it feel like? What do you think?
2: I just need to get clear and specific on what work I'm doing that will bring in the money because I just keep trying new things and trying new things and searching.
0: So that's all in the mind, right? All those things, needing this and wanting this. What do you need to feel like, do you think? What's that energetic that they need you to feel for them to be nurtured and nourished by you? What do you think? Can you describe the feeling of that vibration? Not not all these other pieces. We're going to get to that in a second.
2: I just need to feel confident. I believe in all of this. I believe in the abundance for everybody in this group. I know that it's there. I just have, I still feel, I feel confident when I'm doing the photography and people respond to that. And also with the coaching sessions, but I'm just in my head, I know way too much. And right, fine. so there's two states, right?
0: There's the flow state, it's all love. It just yeah. flows. It's easy. You don't have to think you don't need it. No pressure. Just flow. Just do your photography. Just help some people. You get more and more in that flow. It's like, that's so, so high vibration. And then this place where we go, but I need it to work. When we're in this place, I need it to work. And this is what it is. And I don't know, that's not our future self. That's the past. And yeah. assume- We're in that past self. We can't be in the future, and we can't receive the future because we're in the past. It's like when people say, "Like I just went to church and I prayed and I prayed, but where is it? Where is it? Why is it not happening?" It's like we're not. We're still in that program. We're memorizing. We're living in that. Every time we ask, "Where is it? Where is it? Where?" It's like it can't come in. It's blocked. It's blocked because we're we're not receiving. What we're saying is, "I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it." Do you hear me, God? I do not believe it. He's like, "Cool. Do it on your own. Cool. Go for it." Let me know when you're ready. Let me know when you're ready. Ready is letting go. Letting go of this old memorized constant, 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 trying to control it. It's not working, is it? Right? No. Doesn't work when we try to control it. But if we try to control it, we convince him. He's like, you got free will. You go for it. You do it. You do it. Let me see you do it on your own. You don't need me, right? Because you don't believe it. So you do it. And boy, does that suck. Because we can't. It's Jesus. Take the wheel. I can't do it. I can't do it. I literally can't. I have to let it go. Let's just go. Let's just figure out the flow state. Let's just get in the flow state. It's going to be so easy. So you have all these gifts. You love, you just said, I coached 12 people. I loved it. That's it. I love taking photography. I love my house. I love the bar next door. I love it all. I wanted to marry a lumberjack. You just don't let yourself enjoy your life. You're swimming in a miracle. You have abilities. You manifested this most specific thing because you believed in that. And there it was. You wanted it. You opened your heart. You didn't say, where's that lumberjack? Where's that log cabin? Where is it? That's, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So when we surrender all this pressure, right? People say to me all the time, my sister said to me, she's like, I'm going to Joe Dispenza. When you went, what was on your list? what's on the vision board? I'm like, no, nothing. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, that's not the flow. I'm not like, I have to have this. I need this much money. I need this car. And then, no, that's all in God's hands. I just want to be high vibration I let it all go. It doesn't have to be a certain way. I don't need a certain amount of money. I'm not trying to memorize the red car. I don't give a crap about that stuff. I don't even know what that means. That trips everybody up, right? That's a grasping. It's like, I need this. I need it. No, you don't. You have everything right now, today. You could open the door and literally bring in $100,000 today. I p- totally believe that. I know that that's certain. This is all available. Like whatever it is, it's all available. It's not even up to us to judge. Like it's it's like I decided to start a podcast, you know, like who am I to do that? Just another soul, just another person who can vibrate in the frequency of love, right? That's it. So I do it. Next thing I know it's just, there is no ceiling. It's just, it's just flow. It's just, it's just easy. Right. What decided that I just decided to say, this is what I do. I'm not trying to do it. I just do this. I have something to say and I just say it. Right. So it's available, but it's not available with this past set of emotions and thoughts. Right. You've memorized it. We've all done this though. This is why you're being so loving right now. Cause we all see ourselves in, in everything. So you're giving us this gift. So when you're in that flow state, that is how you nurture your family. In fact, from you being in that place, probably everyone around you will just grow and vibrate. Your husband will probably wind up making four times as much money. It doesn't matter. But that's how you will nurture yourself and everyone around you. So if you were in that high vibration and you were just in the flow, what's the easiest thing that it seems ridiculous? Like there's no way that could just be what I would do. What would you do? You've just said four things. You're like, I have a podcast idea. I've got the coaching. I've got the photography. Instead of worrying so much, I have to put it all together. What's the right answer? Get out of that. What do you feel just intuitively? What's the next thing to do from the place where it just flows?
2: I've asked myself that question. It's really between the photography and connecting with other people. It's a mix of those two things. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I guess I'm, you know, I don't know what that looks like specifically because when i when i am stressed i go outside i take pictures that makes me feel better i am you know that's what i share on social media i don't love like the technical piece of it so that's where i get a little stuck with you know trying to move forward as a photographer
0: so taking pictures let's just stay with that right so when you say specifically what does it look like specifically what do you love to do and when you do it what do people light up around what do you think they want right a business is not just about you lighting up but it's about you having this thing that other people go, I light up with that. I need that thing. I want that thing. So what's the conversation around the photography? What feedback have you been given?
2: It's mostly me with my cell phone, um, outside taking pictures of nature, my kids, sunrise, sunset, the animals, cute mm-hmm. little pigs <laughs> that we have. Um and when I post those pictures and the f- in the feedback that I've gotten is, you know, just the joy that I guess that brings for people, which led to doing more portrait photography, which I don't honestly love as much doing because it's, it's hard. It's just hard physical work that I also have some health issues so that, you know, I'm a little bit limited as to what I can do with that. And it's not, you know, selling prints and that sort of thing isn't creating great abundance. So it, that just seems more of like a hobby and something that I just love to do.
0: Okay. So you just said the easiest part and what you said, I'm just sort of picking up the clues is that when you take those pictures, you go out of nature, it makes you feel good and it makes other people feel good. So do you think you might want to show people how to take those pictures to make those, to capture that feeling, to send them out on an adventure and give them something then to do to capture those feelings as a modality, as a method to feeling good, just like Julia Cameron teaches people through writing and other people teach people through breath work and other people teach people that that space to let go and to, to take in the wonder of the world. Is that part of the flow for you?
2: Um, I had thought my podmates mates had, had suggested early on, like maybe teaching more like cell phone photography, that type of thing. But I hadn't thought about doing something like that, like teaching people more in that way. I think I I switched gears to doing more of the coaching halfway through the program and didn't really continue to think about the photography in that way.
0: Well, it sounds to me, what's her name? Danielle, jealous curator. That's her
2: name. Anyway. So when I was
0: talking to Danielle on the podcast two years ago, she said that one of her favorite practices to do with people is to tell them to roll the dice, roll, take a pair of dice, roll it, And it might say like 12 or six or 10 or four or whatever it is. And she says to them, go outside your home and go four blocks from your home and stop when you get there and take a picture of where you are, right? Um, And notice something beautiful about it. And, and that was just so cool because she was talking about how she gets people to awaken to the creativity and the beauty all around us and to be more mindful and to, and to find things then to paint about or whatever it is. But I think that there's something to what you're saying where you love to help people, right? And you just said maybe four times that the thing that makes you feel so alive and in the flow is taking pictures of nature and how beautiful it is. And so what if you put that together? Because often when people want to feel better, they they want to have a process or a practice, right? In order to just, they can't just hear the words feel better, right? But if we do something and we have a mind, body, soul experience, we can start to feel it. So what if through photography, you had all these different ideas and then people share shared, right? In fact, how much do people love doing that? You ever see that on Facebook? Like share the last thing in your camera roll that has red in it. Share the last Mm -hmm. thing, right? So what if you came up with all these different ways where you were half teaching people how to use their cell phone to take great pictures, but you were really at the same time helping them find the beauty in the world every single day. And it was a, like, you know, the one second a day pictures that people take. My friend Amy Tan does that every day, but like, there's so many cool ways to weave together, the wonder and awe and the feeling good and then using our phones and and cameras to like document and enjoy and then to share that with each other, I think might then be reflective of like what are you noticing I maybe mean, after a couple of days that you continue to find? Right. So what you seek is seeking you. So what does that say? And maybe just letting them enjoy that or journal around that. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe you could do that for four weeks and see where that leads you. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, I, I love that. I had to I had thought about incorporating something in like a small group coaching program that would be something similar to one of the other. I think it was Carol had, when she had her hot seat and she had the, like an evidence board. So for for whoever I was having in a coaching group to be showing, taking pictures of evidence to them of like what they're doing well in their life, what they're good at instead of always- Oh my God, that's an amazing prompt. I'm telling you there, this is just too easy, Lynn. It's like-
0: It's too simple. And because it's so easy and it's so good, and what you just said is so powerful, like taking pictures that show you then the evidence in your life of, right? It is amazing. It's amazing. And people are on that freaking phone all day long. All they want to do is take pictures. They take pictures of their shoes and their food and this. But what if it was intent? What if there was an elevated intention? And what if they walked into their future every day by using that stupid phone and using it to to capture a certain thing and then reflecting on it? It's so simple simple that you skip over it, right? And all of that stuff before is really the pressure. It's the pressure. It's this pressure of this has to be this. And what are you doing with that? Which is really all, that's the ocean keeping you from just doing your work, right? If we let go of that pressure, the other side of that pressure is just full trust and surrender. And when we fully trust and surrender, that we know that what brings us joy is there inside of us. That's your compass, that's the, you're like, what's the specific thing? You said it like eight times. I love helping people and I love using my phone to take pictures. And I don't want to take portraits. Now it's just a matter of you fully knowing the truth of who you are. When you do that, when you take those pictures, you're in your highest vibration and trusting that that will move heaven and earth. And so if you show up today with that exact offer, You'll have a beautiful group of people who are in there. And then you will just continue to do that. Take pictures and reflect on those pictures and give prompts. And oh my God, where that could lead is massive. Wow. And the only thing we had to do to get there was (laughs) to get you out of the past. Yeah. And bring you here. And you knew exactly what the answers were. It's all in the flow. It's all easy. That's how it should feel. So make a decision to know the truth of who you are and show up that way today and give that offer and see where that leads.
2: I was really nervous about putting something out on my personal Facebook page because people only really know me for the past couple of years as doing the farming and taking, you know, being the photographer and taking those good pictures and not as a coach. Even though that's a huge piece of what I've done in the past, it's not what I really share on social media. So I was really nervous to put an offer out outside of me to do this today, but that feels a lot more doable if I'm talking about cell phone, you know, taking pictures with your cell phone and incorporating that with. It's so easy. You're
0: meeting them where they're at. Talk about getting people and giving them what they want. So simple. You know, it's not... Go to India and sit for eight weeks in silence. was just take out your phone. You know how you're gonna take out your phone all day anyway? Do this with your phone and then let's share it. Then let's share this. And then let's look at that. And then let's talk about that. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's probably all in there too. Like if they went back and looked at what photos they've taken and what they've taken the most photos out, like there's just so much you can do with it. And so it is. Yeah. Okay.
2: You're amazing. Thank you so much for everything you've done for all of us. Lynn,
0: you're amazing and so full of magic. Please keep us posted on what you're doing because you're on an incredible journey. And I know that this is just the beginning for you. You can all go give Lynn some love. Her Instagram is at Lynn underscore Kennedy underscore Krause underscore photo. Lynn is spelled L-Y-N-N-E and Krause is C-R-O-U-S-E. She's also on Facebook at Lynn Kennedy Krauss Photography and she's at The Farm Next Door NH. Well, I hope you guys found these two conversations really inspiring and maybe it opened your eyes to some new possibilities that are out there for you. Anna and Lynn, thank you so much for having the courage to be vulnerable with us. You're already making a huge difference and I can't wait to see what's around the corner for you too. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, there's no right or wrong way. Take out the overwhelm and just choose which one feels easier. Trust it. Number two, it's always better to choose one. The people who make the biggest impact aren't trying to bite off the entire thing. They deeply share one thing that can be fully metabolized. Number three, make it easier for yourself and for your customer to succeed. Peel it back. Give them one outcome to focus on. Number four, let yourself enjoy your life. You're swimming in a miracle. You have everything right now. Number five, there is no ceiling. It's just flow. Number six, fully trust and surrender that what brings us joy is inside of us. That's the compass. Number seven, make a decision to know the truth of who you are and show up in that way today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know that you have a million things you could be doing and it means the world that you're here. If you're enjoying these episodes and our daily mini episodes, please make sure you subscribe on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen so you don't miss anything. Also, if you're loving the show, please go ahead and leave us a review and tag me on Instagram and talk about the show on your Instagram. If you do, I'll be choosing somebody every day and I will be giving you some swag we've been making adorable mugs and hoodies and tank tops and some of them say don't keep your day job and some of them say let your color shine and some of them say made to do this and i will just pick somebody every day just for you talking about the podcast and for you leaving a review so leave a review and send me a screenshot on instagram and then go ahead and talk about the show tell your friends about it and why not we'll say thank you back it's just win-win thank you guys for supporting me. You have no idea what it means. Look what we've built together. (laughs) If you found this particular episode inspiring, please share it with somebody, email it to them or text it to them. And you can always tag me at kathy.heller on Instagram. As I said, I would love to see your posts and I will pick somebody each day and send you some adorable swag to say thank you. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you tomorrow.